Welcome to the rugby. Bonjour, bienvenue, and welcome to the first Le Rugby podcast. De première qualité. My name is Reese Lewis. Over the next few weeks, months, and who knows, years, we'll take you on a tour of French rugby, from the origins of the game in the north to its traditional heartland in the southwest, and on to the recent renewed growth of the game right across the country. Hello, I'm Reese. And I'm a French rugby addict. As I've promised to take you on a tour of French rugby, its culture and its colourful history, you're probably glad to hear that. Merveilleux. But you may be wondering how a son of Wales came to be such a big fan of rugby as it's played across the English Channel. To the extent that I'm more excited about the return of Pro des Deux than I am about next month's Rugby World Cup. <coughs> Saying that, we will be sending a man to Japan, so tune in from mid-September for a Welshman's perspective on Les Bleus and more from the Rugby World Cup. To put it simply, I love rugby, and, thanks to a childhood of camping holidays up and down the country, I love France. But it took a while for the two passions to come together. Apart from one fellow camper, a huge Charles Atlas of a man, my father dubbed Hercule, who recognised us as Galois Bas Anglais, and shouted, Gareth Edwards, at us every morning, afternoon and evening, we had no exposure to the game in France. I tell a lie. We once stopped at the service station on the motorway near Béziers and stumbled across a rugby museum which consisted of a few old jerseys, some pennants and a couple of gaudy trophies. There was no entry fee and as far as I can tell, having driven that route myself in recent years, the museum is no longer there. So when did I discover French rugby, this sport that a country took from its time-honoured rival and, to borrow a phrase from reality TV, make it its own? While the Five Nations brought the French, their cockerels and all, to town every other year, my first real experience of French rugby came courtesy of the inaugural Heineken Cup final in 1996, when a thousand Toulouse fans outsang the locals on their way to the first of four titles. What stands out, and remains a mystery to me to this day, is the repeated choruses of Roll Out the Barrel, they sang. There is a French version of the song called Frida Um Papa, which includes such immortal lyrics as I was born in Bavaria, baptised with beer and fed on big sausages, and here I am with my little feather in my hat, my pigtails and my leather pants. But I've never heard it sung since, even on my many visits to Toulouse. A couple of months later, I was on the Arms Park's Old East Terrace, watching Wales scrape what was then a very rare win over Les Bleus. At some point, a group of French supporters started chatting to the girls in our group. Cut to a few hours later, we were partying away with the Agen police before we were invited back to our new friend's camper van for a three-course meal. Fast forward five years, and the defining moment in my relationship with French rugby. At half-time in a tight France-Wales match at the Stade de France, my friend went to dispose of one or two of the pre-match beers we'd enjoyed. When, in the double vaisse, he noticed someone wearing a red and yellow, or to be poetic, blood and gold Perpignan jersey. You sap, he said, pointing at the badge. Perpignan? His new friend nodded. Tugging at his own worn Wales jersey, this non-French speaker somehow mustered up both the courage and the grammatical nous to ask a question which has since passed into legend. Swapez-vous? A minute later, I did a double take as he sat back down in his newly acquired jersey. 
That evening we were all on the swap another Wales jersey being exchanged for a Toulon shirt, and my own Cardiff top being swapped for a nylon Narbonne shirt, so drenched in aftershave, I was afraid one spark of static would spark a fire. After getting my hands on all the reading matter I could find about French rugby, and absorbing the tales of mercurial players, maverick coaches and devious administrators that I hope to share with you soon, I paid Narbonne a close-season visit on a summer camping holiday, and by December, my two shirt-swapping accomplices and I were sitting in the Catalan sun, eating lunch outside a bar owned by Grand Slam-winning French international Jean-Francois Ibernon, in the heart of Perpignan, ahead of our first true French rugby experience. The game that evening was a riot of sound and colour, and that was just in the stands at Stade Mégiral, where, if the rugby isn't up to scratch, you can enjoy majestic views of the Pyrenees. As it was, the match, in the days before the foreign legions homogenised the sport, was full of French flair, Castro's Scottish outside half Gregor Townsend making the only overseas contribution. USAP won comfortably, blood and gold flags were waved in the evening air, and when victory was all but confirmed, the fans around us broke into song as the club's hymn rang around starred Aimé Giral. We just shouted Allez a lot. After the game we met some fellow travellers who had come up from Barcelona to share in this expression of French-Catalan pride, and the swap continued as scars were exchanged. Although we drew the line on swapping our Welsh flag for the flag of the Catalan patron saint, St George. Funny that. Three months later, we were watching my newly adopted club losing gallantly to Harlequins in a European final in Reading, sitting among my fellow Narbonnais and joining in with their chants, all, I've since realised, taken from the insert team name here French rugby songbook. Let me explain. Take the chorus of Yellow Submarine... Take your team's name and add Ale Ale Ale. So Narbonne. Narbonne Ale Ale Ale. Narbonne Ale Ale Ale. Toulouse. Toulouse Ale Ale Ale. And so on. It's quite easy once you get the hang of it. Oh, there goes the halftime whistle. While I top up on the beer and maybe a merguez in the bouvette, here's one of your messages. Well, this is normally the part of the show where we listen to your messages, but as it's episode one, we don't have any. Um, leave us a message about your swap experiences or any, any story about French rugby. The stranger, the better. You can leave a message by visiting lerugby.co.uk. Oh, back in your seat, start of the second half. Since that first pioneering trip to Perpignan, we've returned to France many times to visit rugby towns as diverse as Toulouse, Oyonna, Brive, Biarritz, and my own Narbonne. As the game at the top level has, in my view, lost some of its French character, we've dropped down and watched lower league games in country towns and villages, where the rugby may be less skilful, but the support is no less passionate. The most memorable trips are where we engaged with the locals, whether it's a former player running a bar in town, or curious fans wondering what the hell we're doing watching their village's fifth division game on a Sunday afternoon. Sometimes the most precious swaps aren't shirts, scarves or the foulard neckties of southwest France, but the stories and experiences. A man in his 60s showing me the first Agen season ticket he ever had as a teenager, or the Narbonne fan with fond memories of their championship triumph in Paris 40 years ago. I'm looking forward to sharing more stories with you over the coming episodes, inspired by my own experiences, as well as by current events in the domestic game, and of course at the forthcoming Rugby World Cup. But in the spirit of my French rugby initiation, I'd like to make this a swapez-vous too. If you have any stories, experiences, questions or comments, share them on Twitter at Le Rugby 
or on email at reese at lerugby.co.uk. Or you can leave us a voice message by visiting lerugby.co.uk or speakpipe.com forward slash lerugby. Thanks for downloading us. I hope it was worth it. À la prochaine. Merci, au revoir.